welcome to this episode of the Erasing Shame podcast, the digital outreach of Christian Asian Mental Health. I'm your host, TJ Chuang, and also the director of Christian Asian Mental Health, which shall be abbreviated C-A-M-H. And this is the June 2023 update. And I want to be sharing with you things that are progressing along with this ministry initiative as we go along. Uh, in addition to the previously weekly episodes of Erasing Shame podcast, I also want to jump in here and give you a personal and ministry update so that you can keep up with all the activities that we are a part of collaborating and partnering with churches and ministries, uh, individuals and organizations here in the United States of America. And um, I'm so grateful along the way over the past six months or so as I've had a, a couple dozen opportunities to share about Christian Asian mental health, how enthusiastic and well-received this ministry initiative has been with so many people, both Christians and non-Christians. And we've had uh, four opportunities that I want to highlight of developing partnerships and collaborations that are happening around the country and about a dozen others that are in process and then also give you an update of what I'm thinking about regarding the Racing Shame podcast. So uh, over the past month I've had two or three opportunities to share my personal testimony which I've found to be a great starting point to share about my own life, uh, giving a background context for where I've come from and why I'm a part of starting Christian Asian Mental Health. And of course, Erasing Shame is a part of that story. And for those of you that are new to the Erasing Shame podcast, we started this in 2018. We're over 130 episodes now. And over the past um, six to nine months, We've had weekly episodes of Erasing Shame podcast as a part of encouraging Christian Asian mental health. And we formally um, came under the auspices, I think is the technical term, uh, for nonprofit donations to come through uh, with our umbrella organization, Asian American Christian Collaborative. And we're so grateful for that. Uh, opportunity to work together collaboratively and then um, I'll mention the four so yeah in the show notes I'll add a couple links to the opportunities I've had to share about my own story with mental health my lived experience uh, in short 23 years of living and managing bipolar disorder and first went public with that 10 years ago, and then the last, um, let's see, it would be four or five years uh, cultivating more conversations about it through the Erasing Shame podcast, and then over the past uh, eight months uh, developing this ministry initiative with my good friend Jeff Lee to do some more formal activities around advancing care and compassion through Asian American churches and churches that have Asian Americans. And now we have four 
active partnerships and collaborations that are underway. And I use those terms loosely because those terms mean different things in different circles and different contexts. But these are uh, working relationships where I'm helping um, churches uh, develop their mental health ministries. And that's where the rubber meets the road. And you may have heard in some previous episodes, and I know there's new people that are coming to listen or watch the Erasing Shame podcast along the way. So uh, I, along the way, I've gotten to meet uh, dozens of people who know about and listen to the Erasing Shame podcast. I don't get a lot of feedback in terms of comments or messages uh, through social media, though I certainly would welcome that. And there'll be a call to action at the end of this episode inviting you to do that to help me discern what is best use of my time and connecting with you over the course of this summer in 2023. As we all have a lot of activities going on, but um, I want to be uh, doing well as well as I can with my own self-care and invite you to be a part of my community care so we're caring for each other. So let me uh, jump right to what's happening in terms of active collaborations, partnerships. So I've got four churches that I'm actively resourcing and finding ways to develop their mental health ministries in their churches. So one's in the Los Angeles area uh, with whom I've worked most actively over the past two months, developing and resourcing their sermons, uh, stories, seminar, and on the way to launching support groups. So that's very exciting. And then one in Houston, Texas. I got to be there the first week of May and had a great conversation for a couple hours. That church already has a counseling center and they're eager to get started with um, not only their annual mental health conference, which they've done two or three years of already. Um, they have a counseling center as part of their church where people could come in for Christian counseling. And then um, uh, we're collaborating on developing uh, stories that can provide encouragement over the course of the year between those annual conferences and mobilizing lay people for support groups. And then there's one church I'm working with in the Washington DC area that I hope to visit in June with. And it happens to be my mother's church in Rockville, Maryland and then one in Chicago, Illinois, the Chicago area. And they just kicked off their mental health discussions in the church uh, with a weekend retreat over Memorial Day weekend. Now, part of navigating these collaborations and partnerships is making sure we have clarity about permission and how to talk about those churches. So at this point, they're gonna go unnamed, but I wanted to share with you a quick overview and update that we've got four corners of the continental 48 uh, states in the USA that are participating collaboratively and working with what we're doing here at CAMH and that is so very encouraging and I've got nearly a dozen others that I'm in conversations with about when those churches and perhaps even a few ministries are ready to take the next step in implementing one of the four S's one or more of the four S's, a very simple, practical, doable framework for how to develop and launch and have 
mental health ministry in their churches, um, sermons, stories, seminars, and support groups. And what those four things will do is shape the culture of the church, demonstrate that it is a caring and safe place for those who struggle, uh, show empathy, show that it's safe to talk about, because more than half the battle is stopping the stigma and erasing the shame. And all of this can complement the wonderful resources uh, available through professional therapy and counseling and medication and psychiatry. So that provides the entire span of care. And there's certainly more things that churches can do. I'll mention one more that just came to mind at a Los Angeles County Department of Mental Health conference just last week. Uh, it was for the faith-based organizations in LA County. Over 600 people attended this conference and one church that is mostly Asian American actually had like 15 to 18 of their staff and team members attend that conference. And so that was just tremendously encouraging. I've reached out to them. I got to meet their pastor and their counseling center, uh, restoration center, gospel care center director. And I hope to have a conversation recorded with them in the coming month so that you can hear firsthand about how mental health ministry has grown uh, over the years at that church in Los Angeles. So things are starting to happen all around the country. And oh, I'll be visiting a church in New Jersey in a couple weeks uh, that also has a mental health ministry. It's a small church of under 100. And um, Jessica is her name, Jessica Kim. Uh, and I are dreaming and praying about what would a Asian American Christian mental health movement look like. So when she tweeted that a couple months ago, I thought to myself, oh, I've got to meet her and talk with her and pray with her and see what we could do together, uh, along with others uh, here in the US of A and who God inspires and motivates and connects us with. Uh, we know that it is a much bigger thing than any one or two or three of us can do. So we are better together and would love to find ways to partner with you, those of you that are here in our audience, whether it's to produce Erasing Shame podcast, to do some of the um, resourcing and collaborating that we do as Christian Asian mental health. And for those that have the capacity to give financially, we have that available through our website, camh.network slash donate. Again, everything's in the show notes at erasingshame.com. And then um, all the things that I've just mentioned, I'll put in the show notes at erasingshame.com. So that's the AMH. That's a quick update of what's been happening over the past six months. I've gotten to meet some great people along the way. Very encouraged that um, this need is going to help a lot of people over time. And that I've got four churches that are working closely with me and we're co-creating, collaborating, and partnering on developing what mental health ministries can look like in specific local churches. And one or two of them even want to be teaching churches. So um, that's a great way to partner because um, we do this together and churches that grow in their vision as God would move, uh, we 
come to realize that mental health is not just a need in, in the U.S., uh, it's a need around the world. And so if God provides people and financial resources and those who know how to build organizations and do things that are more sustainable, right now it's all volunteer uh, by me and a few friends along the way, um, we've got 2 billion people in Asia that have mental health needs. Uh, not all 2 billion, but you know at least 20% of them. And it's a public health situation. The crisis is uh, very poignant in developed countries like South Korea and Japan. And then there's a tweet and an article that I'll link to in the show notes at erasureshame.com that mental health is the greatest mission field, the greatest felt need of the 21st century. And so it's not just 2 billion people in Asia, it's potentially 8 billion people around the world. It's a wide open door for the gospel to show up in a tangible way to care for people, to give hope and healing in Jesus Christ, along with all the other resources that are available here in this world. But ultimately, um, having a connection, a personal connection with our Creator God who loves us and cares for us so deeply at our most poignant need, point of need in our mental and emotional and relational and spiritual uh, need, health, um, that's a wonderful thing that we as the church can bring to people. So I'll uh, close with a thought and then one for Embrace and Shame. So one of the previous directors, national directors for the National Institute of Mental Health, uh, Tom, Dr. Thomas Insel wrote a book titled Healing. I'll add a link in the show notes. And he noticed that after 10 to 15 years in the healthcare industry, working with psychology and psychiatry, that individuals who struggle with mental and emotional health, that therapy, counseling, and medication is helpful, but for their long-term recovery, they need three things. And they all start with the letter P. The individuals who struggle for long-term recovery need three Ps. That's people, place, and purpose. And you know what? For those of us that are people of faith, that so much sounds like the church. The church and faith community is the only place that gather Asians and Asian Americans on a weekly basis and could provide that place of belonging, community, and care, and meaning and purpose and that's what's able to get us through the challenges and the suffering of life so i'd love to connect with you join us uh, join with you join us on this uh, process and this journey of bringing mental health and emotional fitness to all of our communities and then uh, for this podcast, Erasing Shame, um, I'm going to um, perhaps slow down on the production cycle. Every week, producing the episodes is a joy. Um, I'd love to hear your encouragement. Um, add a comment on Spotify. We're now hosted on Spotify. So if you use the Spotify app, there's a reply button. What do you think about this episode? There's links at the 
www.thinkandgrowthpodcast.com website. You can send in an anonymous voicemail. You can send in a message. I really would appreciate a like, a review, a um, rating at the Apple Podcast app or store on Google Play, on Android, wherever else you listen to this podcast, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, then um, I will be encouraged to do these episodes more frequently. But if I don't hear from too many of you, then uh, I might slow down on the production on a as available basis rather than pushing for the weekly episode that I've been eager to do and delighted to do. But um, I'm turning 57 this summer, so uh, I want to pace myself well for the long game. Uh, I want to serve uh, this community as long as I can, but I would love to serve together with others of you, those of you that are younger, show you how I do things. It's an open source effort. I love to collaborate. I love to connect with people. Let's do this together. Let's advance compassion and care for Asians and Asian Americans in the U.S. and around the world and bring hope and healing to the glory of God and to the uh, well-being of many. So thank you for listening to and watching this episode of the Racing Shame Podcast, a digital outreach of Christian Asian Mental Health. Connect with me. DJ Chuang is my name at erasingshame.com. And until the next episode, please take good care of yourself. Send me a word. Would love to hear from you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Erasing Shame podcast. Check out the show notes at erasingshame.com and subscribe to our email for updates. We would love to hear from you. So please add your comments at our website or on social. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast app. And you can also subscribe on YouTube or follow on Facebook. Please add a rating and review so we can reach more people with our message of health, hope, and compassion. This podcast is the digital outreach of Christian Asian Mental Health.